When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Cody. I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 23. To recap, we play a free-to-play game for a week and then we review it. This week we actually did not play a game. We have a special guest here. Um, It is the gentleman who does our music, Mr. Grant Henry or aka Stimmage. Hey man. Hey guys. How's it going? Hey. hey. Welcome to the podcast, Grant. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Hey, thanks for coming, man. We'll see if you feel the same way when it's over. (laughs) Yeah, we're like two minutes in. How do you feel now? You know what? If this doesn't work out, I'll just come back for 24 and we'll do a do-over. Nice. (laughs) We'll just have to have you review a game. (laughs) Sure. Why not? I, I play games sometimes, too. So, hey, why not? Very nice. All right, so let's start this off. Uh, Jeff, you got a question? Yeah, uh, so... uh, Wow, I didn't expect to go first. I'm not ready. Go, Scott, go! Okay, fine, fine. Uh, Grant, at what point did you realize that you could turn your passion for music into a career? Oh, man. Um, I'm still not sure I can. Is Is that a good answer? No, I don't. Um, this is this is like a this is like a give it the good hearted go moment. I think for me in in my career, I, I worked in uh, computers and e commerce stuff for a long time, and then got encouragement to give this thing a shot full time, doing doing music for people and also doing some engineering work, helping other people's music sound good, and just attempt to, to see if I can fill my schedule out with that. So I've been, I've been going at it full-time for about a year and a half, two years, uh, and it's going okay. I was, I was getting little gigs before doing, doing stuff on the side, and then I just figured I might as well go all in. And if it, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. I'll, I'll get another job and keep the music on the side. But at the moment, I've got, I've got my schedule pretty full, So at least for right now. So, yeah. Very good. So why don't you uh, recap for our listeners um, a little bit of your background? Sure, sure. Um, I mean, I've been band hopping forever. Uh, I got people started to to pay a bit of more of attention to the music I was making when I started this project called Metroid Metal, where I was just I, I was a big fan of the mini bosses and the Neskimos and 
the advantage and the one-ups and decided to try and give uh, give the prog rock thing a try with Metroid. So I, I put up my first track in 2003 and then um, made a band of that project later on and we're still playing on occasion. And then, you know, since then I've, it's been, it's been doing a lot of video game arrangements, doing a lot of my own uh, music, um, some just original stuff for fun, some stuff for video games. Uh, more recently, I've, I've, I've uh, I'm honored to become the guitar player for the Cartoon Network show Steven Universe. So that's been really cool. That's that's been for the last six years or so. Um, so a lot of different things, and then mixing people's records and stuff. I've, I've, I, I love having guests play with me and being guests on other people's projects. So I'm just sort of everywhere I can be. If, if there's time to do it, I'm going to try to do it. You know, but uh, I guess that's that. Is that a good enough summary? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, sweet. that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff, what's your question? Yeah, so uh, you're doing Steven Universe. You got Metroid uh, Metal. What would be like the pie in the sky dream project for you? Oh man, that's a really that's a really good question. I don't know. Like for Steven Universe, it's really cool because I can be I can be part of this musical um experience with other people right i'm just sort of i'm contributing guitar and a little bit of arranging but i'm not doing it all and there's something really cool about that mm -hmm. as opposed to making something from scratch myself so i'm trying to think of what like the really the the big pie in the sky thing would be um but i don't know maybe making music for a metroid game how about that mm -hmm. that might yeah Hey, I heard answer. there's a new one coming out. That's a good answer. <laughs> well, so uh, I do another podcast that does movies. Is there a movie score or something like that that you would think that your music would be tailored perfect oh, for? Oh, jeez. That's... Gosh, I love movies so much. Well, there's this other podcast I know oh, about. God. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's got these amazing... <laughs> Guys. Got one amazing guy and oh, one okay geez. dude. It's, it's the it's the budget movie yeah. theater. No, what is it called? I don't. I, I, yeah, no, that's it. Budget no, movie it's, theater. Uh, it's I'm mine. I'm gonna be trademarking <laughs> that right now. Budget. Yeah. Movie theater. No, I do another <laughs> podcast with my friend Jason that uh, we we do movies and exchange movie reviews and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so uh, give me a movie that fits your style that you would like. To have your music you know behind. i really like uh i'm a rock guy i'm a rock metal dude but i've been so into the um the kind of uh, like vangelis style stuff from like from blade runner the kind of big sort of space soundscape stuff do you I, like I, the new blade runner yeah mm -hmm. totally and and the old in the old too i i feel like yeah, yeah there's a lot of um there's just i've been experimenting a lot with with synths and pads and and more analog sounding stuff just because of some projects i've had to work on the last year or so and I would love to be able to do something, to be able to score something, even if it's something short, with that style, I think would be a lot of fun. Um, I've got it. You need to apply to be doing the music for the new building. Oh, there you, oh dude. Hey, <laughs> call, if you're listening, call me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I could do some meatly meatly stuff, you know, for those moments. And then, hey, maybe they go to space. Who knows what's going to happen? I've I've only seen pictures. I haven't paying, been paying a lot of attention to what's actually happening with that film, other than a couple snapshots. So I think you're. That's all that's been yeah, released. Okay. Gotcha. Crazy. So this is a bad time yeah, to say that I've never been, seen. Not been a whole lot. 
my god. No, we know you you don't watch movies. We know you don't watch movies. And on that note, Cody, do you have a question? Yeah, so I was uh you know, I I looked at your uh discography or however you pronounce it. Um and I saw that you were working on the new Bubsy game. Yes. Um <laughs> Wait, why'd you laugh uh, when he said that? Because <laughs> the old Bubsy games are infamous for being just absolutely terrible. Sure. Um, you know, how I mean it and there's there's been a lot of hype around this one. Some uh some fandoms been going off for the new Bubsy hoping that they they fixed all the problems with it. How's it been, you know, working for a like a game series that's been so infamous in the past? Dude, like people love but I'm trying to think of it like I maybe maybe like Nickelback. I'm trying to think of other examples of things that people just they sort of like they, they sort of hate for fun. Hey, did you hear that Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback? Is that okay? So that okay? So is that the, the, is the it, dude is from Slayer super, said that? Is it super fun to hate Imagine Dragons now? Is that kind of? The, I think it is. I think it's supposed to be. I mean, I no, Bubsy games are a lot. A lot of them have been. Most of them have been pretty terrible. But there's sort of this love for hating Bubsy. And I was kind of, you know, when this thing first uh, came up, and because I did music for this company, Choice Provisions, they made the BitTrip games and some other stuff. I got to do work on some things for them. And this Bubsy opportunity came around, and they asked me, and I, I, I was I'm like, it's too weird to not do. You, you know what I mean? Part, part, part of me part of <laughs> yeah. me was thinking, you know, do I is this a bad uh, wave to ride? Like, is it going to be – I was expecting, you know, when the game comes out, Someone would just go, like, just listen to this trash music just because it's in the Bubsy game, like, without even having really listened to it. Or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of ready for everything. Uh, wondering if it's a bad career move to to do something like that. But it actually ended up being it actually ended up being really fun. The game, it, the game, and the game is fun. The, it's it's the best Bubsy game. That's not saying a lot, right? But <laughs> but if I'm if I'm gonna be on one if, if I'm gonna be on one at least I'm on that one right and so uh, yeah it was cool I got to write this weird boppy sort of PlayStation era music and and he didn't really have Bubsy didn't ever really had like a theme song theme song so I got to write like a little motif for him and carry it through the soundtrack and and then you know there were there were some people that that trashed the game because it's not it's not particularly difficult it's kind of a game for kids and uh, but it's all they got some decent reviews and people really like the music and. I mean, I had a guy uh, in Brazil uh, send me his physical copy of the game, and I and he didn't know this, but the, the most of the team was in town, so I got them all to sign it, and we so mailed it back. It ended up being kind of awesome, you know. It's just kind of weird to be a part of a of a franchise that is known for being the butt of every video game joke. You know what I mean? Um, for sure. Oh, absolutely. So it could have gone. I, I can say it could have gone way worse. It actually ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of neat to have that on my as a, as a badge, and it helped, and I got to experiment with a lot of weird music stuff in the process. But uh, I was a little nervous for a while. I'm like, hmm, was this the best idea? But uh, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out. Well, good to end. Well, yeah. You know, guys like uh, Peter Jackson and Sam Raimi going back to movies started out making schlocky horror, so. Get in where you can. Yeah, they did. They did start. Uh, some might, some people may enjoy those earlier movies even more than the more recent movies, like, like, yeah, like exactly. me. But uh, hmm. no, yeah. Before you sell out, this is the time to get on board with Stimmage. Before he sells out and makes millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, now's the time to Absolutely. get on board. Absolutely. Imagine Stimmage. The first record's coming out. I gotta get. <laughs> I gotta buy a lot of way more hair product and 
uh, forget the little people or whatever. No, I'm just gonna keep. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm. I i do not know if my music is is uh, appropriate for the airwaves, but I'm gonna keep sticking it wherever I can. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what she said. Phrasing. 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 Rewind. Rewind. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> that was Genghis Khan's motto. Yeah. I got that Cody, joke. Was this I got your that two-parter joke. question or no? <laughs> That's he, a history joke. Oh man, uh, he he answered. He he was he actually did play the game when it came out because he said it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. We uh, but yeah, I had to play the game sort of during the process. The game's kind of a musical game. It's all based on these tempos, and I had to uh, oh, play, okay. play it to make it kind of work. Uh, make sure that the music would you know fit right and. Um, it was neat. It's a, the game is the music of the game is very mechanical in a way, and so I had to make we had to make sure it all fit. Um, so I, I definitely had my mitts in there for a while, more later on than early on. But yeah, I had to I had to play it a bit. I had to listen to my own music, way too much. <laughs> well, was it kind of hard to match that style? Like trying to match it up with the game? How how difficult was that? Um, not too bad. I like really kind of uh, strange, cartoony music anyway so i just sort of um and i wrote a lot of the soundtrack even even though there's barely any guitar in it i wrote it all on guitar i run some software that can listen to my guitar notes and uh turn it into midi data to to play other instruments with so i could kind of make up little tunes in my head and on the guitar and then and then build you know build all the other instruments around it and try to come up with something silly you know something that something groovy and silly is what i went for and i I didn't know where it was going to end up exactly but i I think it i think it turned out okay so took some work cool deal very nice elliot so uh, take us through like an example of like what it's like to write music for like a show or a game do they like give you the show and be like oh put music to it or like how's that go how's that happen yeah so for the they're very different, the TV and the and the game stuff. So with the game stuff, you know, if, if music is given any amount of priority, then then you tr- you try to start a little earlier, and they'll at least give you uh, artwork and sort of um, as much of a design brief as possible to give you an idea about what things should feel like, what it's going to look like, what what's you know what try to describe and help you visualize the game in the best way possible, so you have something to go off of. Um, and then you're just sort of writing little snippets of music to see what fits. I think it, they're probably all handled a bit differently, but that's sort of how it's worked with me so far. Um, and then with and, and you do that sort of over time. You can kind of tackle what you want when you need it, uh, when it needs to get addressed. With TV, it is, for me, it would be, I would get an email on a Thursday night. Uh, I'd get warned about what I might see, but I'd get an email on a Thursday or, or Friday morning saying, hey, are you available to do guitar? Because we need guitar by Sunday night uh, for something. Because this is is how TV works. It's just this kind of, you know, animation is locked because it's already done. And you score it last because you have to have the timing right for everything. And so um, that's normally how it it would work. If there's a song, in the case of Steven Universe, every show has a song that goes with it. That's titled the name of the episode normally. So... They, those get written ahead of time, so it would it wouldn't be nearly as breakneck. You know, they'd say, "Hey, over the next four weeks or so, we would we'd like you to contribute to something or help come up with some ideas or um, work with that." But as far as the score of the show, the stuff that happens in between songs, it really is a week to week 
thing. And a lot of times it happens over the weekend. Um, Which one do you like to do more? You know, I kind of I, I feel like there's something kind of um, cool as long as you can meet them. There's something kind of uh, I kind of feed off deadlines sometimes. You know, when you know you have a target and it's not just a sure. sky's the limit situation, then it's easier to just kind of focus and knock something out. And also, if it's if I'm like again, if I'm just contributing to something that's already there, then it's already there. I can just I just do what I can do, and I'm not having to make something from scratch. Um, so it's exciting. I think the TV thing is exciting, but it's definitely not a, that's not your normal kind of workday schedule. Uh, I don't think any TV works like that. It's crazy. TV people are crazy. I don't know how it gets, I don't know how, I don't know how it gets done, honestly, but it's cool. That's cool. All right, Jeff, uh, you got another question? Uh, not really. Uh, you want to come back to me? Oh I was listening. So, uh, Elliot kind of took my <laughs> question there. <laughs> uh, let's see. I was going to ask, when composing music for a specific project, do you take into account the characters that you're writing the music for? But you kind of covered that in the last question. Well, there is. I will say that there, um, in the, there was a game, like the in the Bubsy game, there are four distinct characters. And depending on the character you play, the music changes, but the song is based is the is this is the same bass song, but the instruments on top will change. So, Bubsy ended up with sort of like a some xylophonish, weird synthy bell kind of instruments and stuff, something like banjo kazooish maybe. And then this character named Virgil, who's a a vole with like a VR helmet on, he had like a weird synthy kind of digital lead stuff and then you have this alien uh that floats around in a spaceship and he had he, she has kind of this um do you guys know what a um a theremin is it's yes. like a it's like a little box with a wire that comes out the top and you 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 know move your hand i have seen that yeah you move your hand you, people use it to make ghost noises and stuff so that's the that mm-hmm. and you and you hear that in old you know uh sci-fi soundtracks for aliens so i use that for the for the UFO characters instrument. So, you know, I, those, those are the uh, small examples of the kinds of th- times I've had to, you know, assign some instruments to characters and stuff. It has, it hasn't happened as much for the show or other games, but that was kind of a fun thing to, to figure out. Right, I got one now. I'm ready. He's ready. <laughs> good. He's ready. I'm not. Hold on. All right. So okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I'm waiting. All right. We're good. And go. Uh, so take me through like your musical journey as far as your fandom like so just like kind of tell you what i went through just on a brief so you can understand what i mean like the first thing i used to listen to was weird al yankovic and then like i started getting into a little more metal as i got into my early teens and then it was hip-hop in the 20s where was kind of like the bands and the genres and, and how you grew from what you started listening to to today it's a really good question so like which era weird al are we talking are we talking like like, yeah, uh, that's a good the first Weird Al album I had was Polka, Polka Party, Party, which was his third yep. album, I yep. believe. Yep, good stuff. Cool. Just curious. I don't know. I don't know when people show up to Weird Al, yeah. but that was about uh, mine as well. So, um, yeah. Right. Well, so I grew up in a, a house where my mom only had like Christian music mm-hmm. around, and so the the only thing mainstream I could listen to was Weird Al, and so that was like my gateway 
into like mainstream music. It's a really good and thing so, to allow your kid to enjoy. Like that's, you know, it's yeah. super clean. You know, he's not a jerk. You know, oh man, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and he hasn't been canceled yes. or done anything terrible. He just seems like the real yeah, yeah. deal. Uh, I was also a weird owl junkie. I like going. Um, I, still I had am. a. Uh, um, on my little Fisher Price record player, I had a 45 of uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes and a 45 of I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. And I had this Sesame Street album that I ruined because he used to play it. Uh, I, it was a terrible Fisher Price record player with a really abrasive needle and it ruined all my records. And I had. Uh, yeah. Oh, I had a couple other ones. I can't remember. That was like before I really knew what was going on with music. And then in the, and then uh, I was kind of a rock guy. I loved like the hair, the hair bands. Um, like uh, I was in, I loved Van Halen and um, Rat and Motley Crue and stuff like that. I was a big hair because I loved the guitar stuff. The guitar stuff just sounded so cool. Um, all the guitar cool. solos and everything. And I had no idea what they were singing about. Uh, it's probably a good thing that I didn't and no one else was paying attention, but, uh, yes, that, that, and then, then that slid into what, like early nineties stuff, I guess the grunge hit. Uh, and I was, and, okay, and I was, yeah. so I learned to play guitar from kind of the early guns and roses stuff. I learned how to play paradise city and, um, some warrant songs or something. Those were my first guitar chords. And then I kind of stopped playing guitar because nobody was playing. Everybody was playing outside and playing video games. So I stopped playing guitar. And then in um, late middle school, Stone Temple Pilots came around. Pearl Jam came around. And then I ended up picking the guitar back up. So grunge happened. And then the metal thing kind of happened later. Um, And there were fits of... Yes, there were fits of hip-hop and 80s pop in there too i guess but a very much a rock trajectory for me i think and then the, and then my taste in music just got stranger and stranger as i got older so i'm still a metalhead i still yeah. i still listen to the hey i still put the hairband music on because why not but uh yeah, spinal, spinal tap oh, never totally. told absolutely <laughs> as, as someone who grew up on weird al spinal tap was a natural yeah, transition ab- for yeah, me totally um listen to ton- tons of weird um, al had all the vhs's had the jurassic park vhs and did you see he released this accordion with all of his records in vinyl. Oh, I he opened the accordion and oh, it was like three hundred dollars if I had. The yeah, money. I got the email and was like, "That's cool, can't buy it, uh, but some someone's gonna enjoy <laughs> yep. it." Um, yeah, yep. I, it looks I, uh, amazing. I caught him. I saw him live one time, and I think it was maybe two thousand six. Maybe he came through. I used to live in Charlotte. He came through Charlotte, and I got to catch a show. Um, and he's cut. I actually got to see him this year. Well, he's getting ready to come by me. Actually, he's getting he's coming um, next Friday, but I'm not going to be in town, and that sucks. So I'm overdue. Yeah. I need to. I you know I don't know how long he's going to keep going, but uh, I need to I need to get my fix again. But yep, yeah. good to hear. I'm glad to hear. Right, Cody, you get another question that you like. Oh, he's, all, he's amazing. It's incredible. Mm. <laughs> don't listen to Cody. Go to your question. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna hold hold it against you. You like Weird Al? Me and Jeff have gotten to that argument. 
Um, hey, there's nothing wrong with Weird Al. Shut their up. Own. Uh, hey, I, I'm just not a fan. Cody, you need to be careful. This will be the last episode you're on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. I quit. <laughs> right after I asked this question. Um, so, you know, you said that you're, like, big into metal. Um, I've grown up around metal. I got into it in middle school. So, um, you know, I got into some of the more of the metalcore stuff, like Azalea Dying, Zayo, and uh, Under Oath. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow Card. Like, what, what's your favorite types of, like, newer metal? Because I know you said you like the hair bands. Yeah, um, yeah. Do, do you like any of the the newer stuff, like the the alt metal, death metal? Do you like, like, what do you like about Man, you know, as far as all like, you know, it's so funny. I think like, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like a lot of the, there's a lot of really loud music out there. So it takes something kind of different to get my attention. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that uh, uh, there's still albums from 10 years ago that I like to revisit. I still, I still put on Opeth because I just love Opeth. Um, mm-hmm. More recently, I've been into, there, there are some guys that are doing some pretty, uh, there's sort of a new uh I call it elevator gent is what I call it, but it's like this thing where it's like these guys doing, it almost sounds like contemporary. It's like contemporary jazz metal. You got, have you ever heard a guy named Pl- Plenty? Huh. Have you heard of Plenty? P L I N I. No, he's like, a, uh, most of the stuff. So uh, most of the stuff is like, um, well, you, I'm sure you've heard of periphery, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard of them. I haven't listened to a ton of their stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've heard so of they, them. they, 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 sort of this technical groovy metal, and that sort of spawned this new. There's a new generation of kids playing this stuff that's really heavy. It's also super, super, super musical, um, and it's mm-hmm. really neat. A lot of it's instrumental. I found myself being into more into more instrumental stuff uh, in the last like you know three four years. But there's some good stuff there. Uh, and then there is. Uh, I'm trying to think of some recent stuff. There's a band called, uh, I really like this band, He Is Legend. They just put a new record out that's pretty My amazing. man. Uh, oh. I love you now. <laughs> did, I win, did I win you back from Weird Al? I have to find one yeah. cool, yeah, I have did. to find one thing yeah. that each of you like so I can be friends with all of you and then I can leave. Happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love He Is Legend from the seduction to, I don't know, I, I don't think I've heard heavy, uh, heavy fruit yet but i loved all of their stuff yeah it's good they they're, they're from i'm from north carolina and they're from near me they're from in raleigh um yeah their new record is really good there's a band called um there's a band called called ages a-e-g-e-s they're kind of in the same in mm-hmm. same uh realm as he is legend who i like a lot um and there's a band called uh there's a band called torch that i like t-o-r-c-h-e mm-hmm. uh they're pretty awesome. And there's a band called Helms Ali, H-E-L-M-S-A-L-E-E. It's uh, two girls and a guy. It's a little spacey, but it's super heavy and kind of proggy and stuff. It's real good. I'm just rattling off bands now. I don't know. But uh, it's like, it's like the, the, the more modern <laughs> like the more modern weird stuff. I was into thrash for a while and stuff. It's just I find that I, I tend to gravitate towards stuff that doesn't sound like anything I've heard before. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But if there's any new stuff you know of, I'd love to. I love. To, I mean, I'm always feel like I'm always kind of starving for something new. Uh, yeah. So have can, you? I'll make my personal. Yeah, I'll make a personal recommendation of something that I listen to that's different. It's not metal. It is rock. Have you ever heard of Everything Everything? No, not the band. 
their stuff is so different from, and that's what I kind of ended up on. I'm like, it's so different. And it took me a little while to get into it. But then when I did, they sort of became my favorite thing ever. Cool. You're everything. I'm running it down. I'm running down everything, everything. Everything. It's everything, it. everything. Yep. Got it. Got it. And the album, uh, get to heaven is my favorite. Cool. Sweet. All right, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, let me see, look at my list. Let's see. Um, what's something you guys, I guess you didn't realize about like working in this kind of field that you thought was just kind of crazy or out, out there or unique. Um, I don't know if this is something I didn't expect, but it's something that I've, it's a, it's very much reality. When you're making music for yourself, you don't answer to anyone, right? You just do what you want. Unless you're trying to make something that you know, unless you're attempting to try and make something for someone else's enjoyment. Um, like I've just always kind of done whatever I wanted to do, uh, and hope that someone connects with it, you know, but when you're making music for a project, you're making music on, you know, on for someone else, for some, for something, it needs to fit, right? You can't just, unless they're giving you complete creative, uh, control, which there, you always have some, a bit of control, but it has to fit. It has to mesh with what's going on. And that can be hard, uh, it just depends on what you have, e- either technically, like uh, something has to loop right or two parts need to connect. So mechanically there are challenges, but sometimes it's just it needs to fit the vision. You know, you don't know how, you don't know where if it needs to have more levity or does it need to be darker. Um, and that can be difficult. So that's been just, just been kind of a neat, uh, sometimes I've made a, uh, some music and passed it on and expected to get pushback and it's a win. Sometimes I've written what I thought's a win and it's all pushed back and I need to start over, you know? So you never really know. So it's kind of an interesting ex- experience having to deal For with sure. that. Can you guys hear sirens? There are sirens right now. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they're, they're coming to take us all away. Run, hide. <laughs> I get to Area 51, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, can't, they can't stop us all. No. Gotta see them Split aliens. Up. Yeah. Split up. up. Th- that, that's such a terrible idea. If you're listening to this podcast, don't do that. <laughs> don't. <laughs> they can't stop you all. Don't do not do it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, what would you say is your all-time favorite video game? Oh, uh, that, that's, Scott, that's the question, isn't it? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. I don't know. Like, I've, for a while, I said Metroid Prime was my favorite game ever. But it's because... It's because it made me feel kind of like a game made me feel when I was a kid, when I, when I was done with it, you know? I still could, I can always go back to Mario World, and it's like a safe answer, but I, I don't really know. I feel like it just depends on, there's so many different types, and you were so many different, we've been a lot of ages, you know? Like, well, I, I don't know, uh, but favorite game ever? Hmm. I'll say probably... Metroid Prime or like Tetris, maybe. Tetris is. It's going to change answer. tomorrow, obviously, because that's how it works with this, right? Yep. So. Yeah. Absolutely. No yeah. Tetris. Tetris is always going to fall back. I would describe Tetris as the perfect game. Like the way it was designed and released, they just keep releasing the same game. And they try to make changes, but those changes only make the game worse. No, Tetris 99 is a perfect game, man. Well, no, because, but yeah. the base rules around are the same. But when they start adding, like, 
power blocks and yeah. all that. Oh man. To me, like Tetris is the Tetris ninety nine pretty is pretty much pretty vanilla. It's just the yeah, it's got T spins. It, oh, it does have T. You're right. It does. It's kind of the modern vanilla. You're right. It's got T spins. It's got infinite spin. Yeah. Um. You're, yeah. You're right. It is. That, it's sort of that. It's. I think it hits a pretty decent middle ground between OG, I love OG Tetris, Tetris and, and you know it shows the ghost of your drop and stuff. I mean, there is kind of yeah. depends yeah. on what you're into. No. Yeah, I think like those things, those little quality of life things are good. I was kind of talking more like oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they have the modes now that have cascade and all these other different ways to change the rules of tetris but anyway we're getting off course. there's a really cool documentary you guys should find <laughs> called um from what uh, it's called from russia with love and it's yeah a, it, it's okay, good you've seen it cool it's not very long it's uh, it's uh i think it's on youtube but it was I just might like, even, yeah i was gonna say i think it's on youtube yeah or hulu one of those two i, I believe i've watched it's, that it's just it's kind of it it talks about Tetris coming to the States around the time of the fall of the Soviet Union. If you, if you look at it in a certain light, it's sort of like Tetris helped bring the, to the, bring to the Soviet Union to its end, uh, which is Brought hilarious down to the me. wall. Yeah, really kind of crazy. Um, but, yeah, it talks about the reason Tetris is so addictive and how the whole idea of Tetris is you're constantly trying to fix your mistakes while also building something at the same time. And apparently, psychologically, mm-hmm. that's just just crack. Like, that's like... What your brain wants. Uh, and I just think that's amazing. I just can't, I don't know, I, I can't play it every day forever, but whenever I, there's a new one that comes out, I find myself getting sucked back in still, which is crazy. So, I, I listened to a, another podcast called The Art of Manliness, and the one episode I just recently listened to was about uh, stress. And the doctor on the episode s- said that Tetris is actually a de-stressor. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like constant little moments of satisfaction, you know. I bet that really does. I mean, I, it chills me out unless it's, I mean, unless you're on like level 18 or something. But yeah, I, I can always <laughs> play it. No, but yeah, the, the main thing was it, it, it takes you out of your element. So any like stresses that you've had through the day, it actually helps you to f- not focus on those stressors. And it takes away the stress because wow. of that. Mm. Interesting. Because you get like so focused on it instead of focusing on what was stressing you out. It was a really cool, cool episode. Oh, I, yeah. um, does anybody else have any other questions? I got like a, a music nerd one. As a guitarist, All right. what is your Mount Rushmore, your four guitarists? Oh, like favorite guitar players? Yeah, just like that. The best or favorites or... You get four guitarists. I get four guitarists. Name the band they're in for us dum dums as um, well. Um, I'm going to say guitarists. Guthrie Govan. You know who Guthrie Govan is. Gu- I don't. Guthrie, who, what, is the, what um, band? Or? He was solo for a long time, and now he's in this band called the Aristocrats. Uh, and he got popular making this YouTube video where he plays in the style of 10 different guitar players. Uh, and it's, it's kind I've of seen terrifying, that. actually. But he's he's just a monster. Yeah. He's a great songwriter, and he never never messes up. And he's just a sweet British dude. Uh, but Guthrie Govan is up there. Um, Eddie Van Halen is there. That's 50. And he? He, he's in this <laughs> band called Poison. Yeah. Poison. No, I'm... <laughs> he was in the. I think he was. In, wait, was he in the? He was yeah. in the Beatles, right? No, I don't know. 
Yeah, he's yes. the fifth yes. one. Yeah, close yeah. The fifth. Right? No, the monkeys. No, the monkeys. He was the sixth monkey. That's it. Um, yes, they were a huge influence on yes. the Beatles. Of course. So that's fifty percent already, right? I gotta pick two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, two more. Two more. Um, see, to me, I can only name like two. I'll be like, ah, uh, Slash, and uh, the drummer with one arm. <laughs> Those are my favorite guitars. Seems like guitar. That was the joke, Cody. Thank you. Anyway. Thank you. You can play drum. No, that drums with one arm and plays guitar. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I would. Jeff doesn't care. Alan Alan Epley <laughs> from Shiner. He's he's number three, and then number four is Steve I. So there you go. Cool. I've, I'm writing all these bands down. Shiner writes really weird crap. But it really influenced the way I write songs. Like some of my solo guitar stuff is really influenced by Alan Epley's guitar player. So, less by the book. Less less like music theory guitar playing. More like throw your hands down until you find something that sounds good. And then go from there. That kind of thing. More, more, more by mm-hmm. ear. I don't know if that makes sense. But, good questions. Jeez, my brain is aflame. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm going to have to play, te- <laughs> to play, play Tetris after this. And chill out. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Anybody else? I think I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. It's been fun. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats on episode 23. Yeah. We're... Time flies. Mm, yeah, the big right. one. The big one. Yeah. We uh we actually hit uh 10,000 listens across oh, wow. all our episode uh, yesterday. Dude, that's a lot of. Yeah, we're already at 10.1. Wow, that's a lot of listens. Well, congrats. Yeah, we're getting up there. It's quite awesome. We I actually didn't expect it to explode this quickly, but I'm yeah, glad it has. Awesome. Dig it. So you didn't have a you didn't have a uh, you didn't have a, ba- a game for the week. Is that right? Was there was there no game this week? No okay. game. Just talking gotcha. to you. No, we uh. Well, I've got a game picked out for well, next week. Well, calling in the game yeah, is a pretty strong really... word, but that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, there's uh, a preview. I mean, it is what it is. I gotta go by the list. (laughs) I mean, I'm very excited. Yes, they're very open. What did we decide on? What are we playing next week? Mm. Uh, Next week we are going to play Super Mario Run Uh, for the mobile. Yay! You guys have fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So Cody, uh, Cody is going to be leaving us. Yeah, and. I do appreciate you guys having me on. It has been fun. Um, but, yeah, I've, uh, I've just got a lot going on right now, and I need to focus on me for a little bit. But uh, hopefully I haven't put a bad taste in Scott's mouth, so maybe he'll have me back on every once in a while when I can get a chance. Phrasing. Phrasing. Wording. Phrasing. You're always welcome. I'm, yep. <laughs> Yay, I did it. I got to do it, too. <laughs> Good. Sweet. All right, we want to thank everybody for joining us. If you're listening on iTunes, we ask that you leave us a five-star review. You can catch us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Budget Arcade. From there, you can join our Discord. You can also join our Discord through our short show notes. Uh, you can send any hate mail to budget.arcade at gmail.com. Music is by Stimmage, and you can catch hey. his music at metroidmetal.com. It's what... Uh, 
Stimmage, do you have any other socials or where where do you want people to look for you? Uh, yeah, the Metroid stuff's at Metroid Metal. My own stuff, I have a website, stimmagemusic.com, and then I'm at Stimmage kind of everywhere else. I had a Metroid Metal Twitter, but it got hacked. Long story. And Twitter doesn't like to actually help people out, so it's gone. So it's ever it's uh, at Stimmage yes. for everything else. So. Well, I know a Twitter account that you can have. It's called Butt Biscuits. It's currently not in oh, use. Oh, really? But it sounds intriguing. Yeah, <laughs> no one's using it? Yes, I will. I'll give it to you. 50 Butt cents. Biscuits. 50 cents. So if I... 50 cents. 50 okay. cents and it's yours. Oh, wow. If I if pay, PayPal you, it'll take like, you know, it'll be like a 40 cent fee and then won't be much left, but that's, a, that's right. okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. We'll see everybody next week in Game On. Bye, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.